This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet, what are you really gambling with? Assholes like you every day. Daisy Thomas. Every day. Bridge to Clow. This moron number one? I believe you're quite um, manicured when it comes to your own grooming. Put moron number two on the phone. You may need to calm down, bitch. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you two? Everybody's working. Over time. Listen to the rush hour. Summer edition. I feel good. The second last rush hour of the year. And we said a lot, but another massive edition coming up. Sonia Hood, the North Melbourne president, in studio to have a chat about the AFLW finals and just all things footy, Brie. Yeah, can't wait for that. We go to the family on the back of something Natasha made me do last night, which was the most awkward thing <laughs> and maybe disgusting thing I've ever done Ooh. in my life. Big sauce. Our uh, favourite. He'll be in studio. Alan we, Williams. Oh, Alan Williams, the big sauce. I haven't met Alan Williams or the big source. I'm looking forward to meeting mm, them both. They're yes, the same get, person. Yeah, them too. We get to the number two <laughs> moments of the rush hour, the best moments. I have an official public apology to make too. We have three, all three of The Bachelors coming up in yes, studio. Ben, Luke and Wes. And as it is the second last show, you've been given the responsibility to tell a joke. Yeah, which I'm not happy about, but I will come to the party as I always do. Hello, well, Dave. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And a big hello to you, Rabsy. Well done, Paul. One on Peter. Five of the... Um, no, thank you. What are the gods, um, mates? Disciples. Disciples, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what are the gods, mates? <laughs> that should be in the Rush Hour's top five, gods, mates. He then went on to say one of them had a car wash. <laughs> Think of the time still. Yeah. Um, as Bill does, though, a little bit of sports rappy to yes. start off with. Uh, Clayton Oliver is back running at the D's after recent knee surgery, and he's also doing some light ball work, which is good because he had a pretty interesting end to last yeah. season. And he's such a great player. It'd be nice to see him back at his best. Hopefully he's on this straight and narrow. Yeah. Uh, the Pies, Collingwood are back training at Victoria Park. Oh, why? The spiritual home because their usual ground is being re-turfed. Um, Not ideal for them. Wouldn't mm-hmm. have thought so. Wouldn't uh, have thought so. Good ground still, Victoria Park. A lot of VFL and AFLW yeah, footy absolutely. played there. Bridge, this one. This one's a bit of an, an annoyance to me. The netball. Mm-hmm. Australia's netballers say they've been forced to sleep in their cars, move back home with their families amid an ongoing dispute with Netball Australia. No, Haven't absolutely... been paid for eight weeks. No, it's absolutely outrageous. Disgrace. These girls are world champions. I mean, they're unbelievable. It's hard to believe, isn't it? really it, is. Why doesn't a... someone step in? Well, that's what they're sort of requesting at the minute, whether the federal funding can come in for $17 million. Mm. Defender Joe Weston, who is a star, mm. absolute star, mm. Nissan ambassador to mm-hmm. legend, broke down in tears. Oh. It's just that is absolutely enough. disgraceful. The government should be ashamed of themselves. Yes, they should be. And in tennis news, Nick Kyrgios has done an interview with Pierce Morgan. Oh, no. I can't wait for that oh, one to no. come out. Oh, <laughs> That's going to go well. Oh. Two meetings of different minds. Uh, Nick is still in doubt, however, for the Australian Open. Apparently, That's a shame because he's great to watch. Well, apparently yeah. they're throwing everything at him to get him you know, yeah. a wild card in because they need him. <laughs> we need him mm. for Australian Craig tennis. Craig Tiley, I think, has gone on the record as saying he'll give him one if he's fit and ready. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, do you want some not sport news? No, I'm good, thanks. Let's wrap this up, Rabs. <laughs> Go on, Bring it to me, Because it's our second last show, I'm going to just take charge good. and give you some not sport headlines because this is a terrible story and one that oh. everybody should remember. A man who suffered from headaches for nearly uh, six months mm. went to the doctor. It sounds like one of Bill's jokes. It's not. He went to the doctor 
And the doctor revealed that he had chopsticks lodged in his brain. <laughs> the other chopsticks. Anyway. Chopsticks are yay long. Yes. How does that get lodged in your brain well, without you knowing it? They asked him. They said, do you have any knowledge of how the chopsticks got in your brain? And he couldn't think of an explanation. Uh, he, um, they found it that they'd penetrated his skull from his nose. So at some point someone, or he himself, has shoved chopsticks up his nose and into his brain and he didn't know that it happened. Yeah, this bloke <laughs> must be a complete gumboot. It sounds like a, a, a wild Jackie uh, Chang movie. What's his name? Jackie Chan. Jackie mm. Chang. <laughs> Close enough. Can is there you, a punchline? Is this a true no, story? It's absolutely true, oh. and I'm finding it so hard to believe. I mean, unless the the pressure on the brain made him forget, but how do you forget? I mean, when was the last time you had chopsticks put up your nose? Surely you'd remember. Uh, last night. Yeah, yeah. 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 we went to Chinatown before a gig. Do you remember? Actually... No. Oh, there we go. There's my punch. <laughs> my <laughs> chopsticks weren't up my nose and we'll talk to that soon. Alan Williams, not too far away. But up next, the president of the North Melbourne Football Club, always precious with her time with us. We absolutely love her. Dr. Sonia Hood in the studio next. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Ahead of the AFLW Grand Final on Sunday, we are joined by the president of the North Melbourne Football Club, Dr. Sonia Hood. The Kangas have put our next guest through the ringer this year. I've just about run out of ways to do close losses. But now, the AFLW side has come through and marched into the big one. And North Please welcome North Melbourne President, Dr. Sonia Hood. Uh, Dr. Sonia Hood, welcome. Thank you so much for giving up some of your precious time and congratulations on being a part of what's an amazing week. Thank you very much. And how nice to have a close win instead of a close loss and a close win that gets you into a granny. I spent the whole week saying to people, I'm in a granny. <laughs> oh, Sonia, well, you have been a massive fan of the North Melbourne Football Club since you were a little girl in the, in the Arden Street. Yeah, yeah. I am so, full on, full nuffy. A full nuffy. <laughs> so to be president of that club and now seeing the girls get into their first grand final, you must be beside yourself. Absolutely beside myself. Yeah. So don't expect many sentences today. <laughs> Not my articulate best. Are you keeping a lid on it or what are you doing? Um, oh, sometimes, like it's a bit, I mean, what's the point of keeping a lid on it? <laughs> you get one week at it. Yeah. You know, the there's plenty of time to keep a lid on it afterwards. The <laughs> okay. fact you've got the coach's badge on would probably indicate maybe the lid's off a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Look, I did, I looked at the badges and I thought I can't wear one of all of the girls because there's only one, you know, jumper of me. And uh, I reckon I could just about carry them all. Here, but, <laughs> um, but the coach felt like a good, a good place to narrow it down to one. Oh, uh, well, I tell you, Mel Conti, who of course was the winner of the W Award, has tipped North Melbourne. Yeah. which we thought was good. Mm. Um, just on the girls, cool. Jazz Garner's had the massive week winning the MVP, which was fantastic. Some felt she was a little bit overlooked in the W Award itself. Look, she won the players, voted her the best in the MVP. The coaches voted her the best. She's six-time All-Australian. Uh, she's won our best and fairest, I think, twice. So mm. I don't really care what the umpires think. Like, yeah. I don't tend to care what they think on match day. So, yep. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I like, and I say I that with all due respect yes. to what is a very prestigious award. And Monconny is a great footballer. Yeah. So you, yep. you can't feel upset about a good football, a great footballer losing to a great footballer. Yeah. I yep. love the fact that a doctor has the exact same views on umpires <laughs> as me. So I'll be taking that to the bank. Uh, <laughs> it is going to be a massive week, though, for the football club. And it's already been announced that Icon Park is sold out. Yep. Do you think they should have gone with a different venue or because they left it so late, this is the hand they've got left? Oh, look, controversially, I don't. I think as much as it is, it would have been great to have more people there. Yeah. The time of year means the, there's cricket on the G, so, you know, and you're not selling out the G anyway for women's football yet. We will get there, but we're not there yet. 
Marvel's had what Motley Crue or something on it. I don't mm. know if you've seen the surface, but it looks terrible. Mm. And to say to women, that motocross as well, didn't and they? motocross. Yeah. So to kind of say, look, the you know the the um, surface looks a bit like my backyard, but we can put elite athletes on. It doesn't feel fair no. either. Um, I'd rather have a sold out icon and yep. having a debate around um, how great women's football is than have. Um, you know, the debate being around the quality of the surface or any of the other things, to be honest. And mm. I say that with all due apology to everybody who missed out. But, yeah, you know, so you're re- very out. reasonable, aren't you? On the whole, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come and stand anywhere near me on Sunday. Not reasonable. <laughs> well, Sonia, you've had a massive year in so many ways, of course, starting with the, the Clarko situation, then having your own health battles, which I believe you are fully recovered now. I am fully recovered. Which I'm very pleased to hear. Um, this just must feel like oh, something's gone right. It sort of does, and I, I'm a tiny bit worried about tempting, you know, like the the mm. fates that have been sending bad yeah. luck my way just in case this was an accident and they just, you know, didn't yeah. notice that this yeah. was coming. But um, in all seriousness, the club's worked incredibly hard over the last two years to get itself into the position where it is over the past five years, really, and our women's football team and our women's program have worked incredibly hard. The whole club has wrapped around them, and mm. this is such a great... Um, this is such a great return on all of that effort from, mm. from everybody in our whole club. So I could not be more proud. Are you feeling delighted. good about the boys for next year with your I draft am. picks and everything else? I am. And I feel, you know, the, again, the men's program's in a great space. The um, We've got a lot of really young talent. We're going to be a very young side. People can't say you can't, people say you can't win with only young people in your side. Well, we couldn't win with old people in our side. <laughs> so I think we probably need to stop letting the rest of the world limit what we can and can't do and just get on with playing mm. footy. Have yeah. you taken a call from the former president, JB? Uh, I, in, in regard to this weekend's game, I suspect he's somewhat distracted at the moment. <laughs> um, well, you didn't get invited to the wedding either, did you, Sonia? No, I was, I was a bit flat about that and yeah, then so. I realised that it would have meant flying to Perth. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> Bridge still hasn't gotten over it. I, I haven't gotten over it. I, I think you and I were people that should have been on that list. I, I mean, obviously it would have been a much better event. It's not, I mean, we can't be responsible <laughs> no. if he wants to have a subpar event. That's, exactly. up, that's on him. That's so true. <laughs> I do love the fact, though, when Sonia walked in, you said, oh, you know, I'm a little bit starstruck. And my oh. shoulders went back a little bit. <laughs> and you said to Bridge, of meeting Bridget Duclos. I don't tend to get starstruck by footballers anymore, and I don't want you to take that the wrong way. Even ones as... <laughs> not as many a, do. Awarded as you. Um, but Bridge has been making it her own in what has been predominantly a men's yep. game for a really long time and, and made her own voice through that, and I've, I've got enormous admiration for it. Well, I so appreciate that, Sonia, because I have enormous, enormous admiration for you too. In fact, I yeah, <laughs> step Rudy, out if you we'll wouldn't mind. We'll jump out. We'll just have our little mutual <laughs> so admiration just finish club. it off with the rush hour triple M and we'll get going. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thank you for those kind words. I do appreciate it. And I'm loving, um, as somebody who's worked in football for a long time, ma- mainly on football shows, radio shows, etc. I'm just loving the women in the game and particularly in the positions like what you're holding and like what Kate's holding at mm. Melbourne. It's just yeah. fantastic to see this is how the game should be. Yeah, it should. It's a game for everybody and uh, increasingly it's a game being played by everybody and mm. it'll be a game run by everybody and it's a game attended by everybody and it's the best game in the world. So, mm. You yeah. must be super proud though of the reception that the grand final is getting. As we touched on before, 13,000 sold out in moments. Yeah, I really am. Everyone's on board. And actually everyone in Australia who has my phone number has rung me and asked me for tickets (laughs) this week. And and actually that's pretty exciting too. Yeah. Now, Sonia, what about you personally? What are you going to, are you going to have a break? What are you doing? What do you do in your spare time? Which much, I I guess you don't have much of it. I I don't have a lot of spare time during the year, but that's okay. I reckon again, there's probably probably plenty of time in your life for spare time. Mm. Um, uh, I'll limp through to Christmas like everybody else. Um, (laughs) Hopefully I'm spending a day 
portion of that time celebrating grand final wins. So Will you be putting good. up Christmas tree tomorrow, December 1? Uh, potentially. I always ban Christmas. My son's birthday, he's 25 now, doesn't live with me anymore, but I've always banned Christmas. His birthday's the 28th of November, so I've always said you can't start Christmas until mm. that's Until that's done. out of the way. I do good. Like that. Um, yeah. But I, you know, the Christmas tree will turn up, I don't know, some point in the days before Christmas and <laughs> the thing will magically happen. Very relaxed approach yeah. to Christmas. I love the yeah. fact that it turns up. How do you get that down? <laughs> I found a delivery. There's a, thing, there's a person who delivers you a tree and oh. they take it away again afterwards. Oh, oh, get oh that my goodness. Man yeah. me, please, yeah. woman. We both need to sort that out. Um, yeah. And other good news, Jack Zebel will present the Premiership Cup, fingers crossed, if your girls are good enough to win. I know. How great is that? Great... How great is that? Jack was a, just so on board with women's footy from the minute we it started in the club. Uh, he was um, a development coach for the women yep. this year. Um, he's gone off to work at Richmond for what I consider to be a couple of years of intensive opposition analysis. And, <laughs> um, I presume at some point he'll be back. But uh, it, it really fantastic opportunity for, again, it's that one club of, you know, the, the men's program, the women's program, doesn't matter who it is, we're all in it together. Sonia, can I ask you a final question? Um, who is your favourite uh, or the, the player you love the most who's been through the North Melbourne program, not you know, past or present? Uh, if I'm going with a current one, it'd be our women's captain, Emma Carney. She mm-hmm. just, for me, epitomises everything that's great about footy. Oh, that's so lovely. Well, good yeah, luck. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely barracking for you. So all the very best. Yeah, thank, thank you so much, much for coming Thanks in. for inviting me in. Thanks, Sonia. A champion footballer. Thomas has uploaded the biggest barrel. Teams up with Radio Royalty. Your show, but I've taken over. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. South East Melbourne Phoenix take on the New Zealand Breakers on Saturday, 5.30pm. John Kane Arena. You can grab your tickets at tickettech.com.au. And we're now joined by our superstar friend, Alan Big Sauce Williams. Our next guest is the NBL's leading rebounder, kick-starting the Phoenix offense. Williams the rebound. Quick outlet pass. Brown up the floor quickly. Got the wall two on the arms to two. Or sometimes doing it all himself. Williams takes on Humphreys, gets the two, draws a foul chance at a three-point play. Big source. <laughs> Our Williams just bully ball. Before the Phoenix take on the breakers on Saturday, please welcome Alan Big Source Williams. Officially one of our own too, Bridge. Oh, well, look, the boys have been pumping up. <laughs> You're going to meet Big Sauce, you're going to meet Big Sauce, so I am thrilled to meet you, Big Sauce. Oh, the, the, the pleasure is all mine. It's so <laughs> awesome to be in the, the booth with, with you three and uh, excited to be back on the Rush Hour. We love the Big Sauce because not only does he come in and talk all <laughs> things basketball, but you're pretty worldly. You love your food, you love your coffee, albeit Starbucks still on game day, but he, he does <laughs> venture out. Two, as, as what, the footy's starting to creep back in the oh. news, that the boys are getting going. I'm excited for my D's this year. You are a massive demon, aren't you? I I love the demons. <laughs> How did you get them or did they choose you? No, they didn't choose me. I actually got selected. We did like a Secret Santa thing, and I remember Simon <laughs> Wig, our, our head trainer down there, gave me a, a demon's hat, and I was just like, this is kind of cool, so I'm, I'm just going to roll with the D's. But you wow. did meet some Essendon superstars this week. James Hurd among them? Yes. No, James Hurd. That was amazing. We walked in. We were just shooting at a little cafe in Turak called The Norman, and they happened to be at the table next to it, and the guys were tapping me like, hey, 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 do you know who that is? I'm like, I don't, but I feel there's a cool aura about it, and it was a legend, and so it was super cool to meet him and, and a couple of the other uh, Bomber boys. What did you make of AFL when you f- first uh, got hold of it? It was a bit chaotic until I, until I sat down with a couple of teammates, and they told me the rules of the game, and I started to get really into it, and obviously, being in Melbourne, that's the biggest yeah. sport here, and so yeah. got to get behind it. Yeah. Do the D's know that you're a fan? 
I don't know, but if they don't, listen up. Yeah. All the D's and <laughs> D's media departments, <laughs> get me out there. I'd love to kick around with the boys and, and do that kind of thing. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this needs to happen. Yeah. They'll be thrilled, won't yeah. they? Yeah. They'll, they'll be jumping on the big sauce this like no one's business. Yeah. Robbie yeah. Williams at the Blues and the D's can have you. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Swag everywhere. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be so much <laughs> fun. <laughs> I have a Riz. blast. Uh, yes. Riz. Riz. You've got there lots of Riz. There it is. I can try. I can pull more of them out. Talk tomorrow. about the Riz. Have you seen the pants? Our um, man's wandered yeah. in. How would you describe those days? The uh, big sources pants. Uh, I would say, well, they camouflage to start with, but the material. What are we going with there? Sort of a, it's like a velvet. A velour. Yeah, velvet. Yeah, velour velvet. Yeah, it's nice. Kind of insulated on the inside for a cooler Melbourne day. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> I love the fact. As soon as I mentioned it, you said, "Yeah, feel them." <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> they are absolutely gorgeous. Now you um, obviously speak magnificent Spanish. See? And you use that, see? Um, <laughs> what do I know in Spanish? See? Uh, si, hola. Hey? Hola, hey. Hola, hey. Also fluent big source. Yeah. <laughs> we'll but do the rest of this interview in Spanish. But I love the way that you can speak in Spanish um, to your Puerto Rican t- teammate and nobody knows what you're saying. So you could be going, you know, pass. You know what I mean? In and Spanish. They, w- they wouldn't know. that. Was no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but in all seriousness, so Gary and I do have a, Gary Brown and I do have a really good relationship like that. We speak in Spanish a lot. I love it because I continue to practice my Spanish. My parents back at home want me to make sure that I can still do that. And so, yeah, really cool that yeah, Gary and I get a chance to do that. Mm. It helps us out a lot too. Mm. Well, there's, there's And do you heckle in Spanish? Absolutely. <laughs> That's what we do more go, than anything. Can you give us a Spanish heckle? Ah, mira, mira ellos allá que no está jugando bien. Vamos aquí, vamos aquí. No, that is crazy. They trying to get me in trouble, man. No, I would never do that. I but know, no, you that's, would. that's it. You, you are know, a big foodie, right. though. Have you since we've last spoken? Have you gone anywhere that you can recommend? Um, no, I have. I have a new local, so I do the Dan's Deli. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty well known around Melbourne, right there on Two Eric Road. Uh, great bagel sandwiches. Ooh. I love a bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> On a everything bagel with a with a strong flat white with oat milk next to it, like oh. I'm I'm all He's in. Got like, it sorted. Yeah, I got, got it down. Well, and being a big man, six eight in the old terms, you can eat whatever you like, really. Can you? Or do you have to? No. No, I, I, my genes are. I, if if I don't do it the right way and I don't portion out my meals and, and track what I'm doing, then I can get really really heavy. And really? I'll be big big sauce for oh. sure. So <laughs> one one <laughs> big on the big sauce is big enough for me, and so only one bagel sandwich. And if my wife doesn't finish hers, then I can probably pick off of hers too. Yeah. Which is, which is usually what I do. But you have to watch it. I have to. I have ah. to. Especially during the season. Off season, I get a couple of weeks where I can just like veg out and eat whatever I want to. But during the season, I try to stay as regimented as possible. Mm. So, What like about the season so far? How is it all tracking? Yeah. Um, we're right in the middle of the pack. I think that's right where we belong to be with the performances that we've had prior to this point. And so a lot of this period for us was just to refocus, relock in, and re-engage so that we can try to get to that top four spot and uh, make a real push going into finals. And so that's what we're focused on now and looking forward to getting out there with the boys again. Absolutely. Have we got, are we having a break We're here? going to have a break and yeah. we'll come back and chat oh, more with the Oh, because I want to know a bit more. I know you've probably talked about this, but I'm fascinated by your parents. Yeah, they're great. Um, whether you were naughty when you were young. Nah, I couldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. South East Melbourne Phoenix take on the Breakers on Saturday at John Kane Arena. You can grab your tickets, ticketech.com.au. Alan Williams has stuck around, our oh, favourite. Yeah. By the way, he has brought with him a family pass oh, to that game. So give a... us a call now, one triple three five three. All thanks to Big Source, you and your family can head along to see Phoenix in action. We've been pumping up Big Source 
since you've come on Breach. Oh, We're like, man. he will come in. He is such a well-mannered, beautiful young man. Thank you. And you're going, well, how does this happen? Well, what, that you've got a friend who's a nice, well-mannered young man? <laughs> and that's, that is a very good question. But more so, his parents. Uh, Testament yeah, well, to them. I'm fascinated by by Big Source, your parents. Your dad uh, was a judge and your mum the chief of police for Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, massive, massive jobs. Um, could you do anything naughty or wrong with that sort of, you know, upbringing? Um, I mean... I never had the desire to, right? So my parents did a good job of, of putting myself and my brother in positions to where we got to experience a lot, see a lot, do a lot. And so we never had that real itch of like rebelling or going against it. Um, obviously with parents like that, the last name carries a lot of weight. And yeah. we always had an understanding at a young age that that means a lot. And so all of your actions are going to reflect your family's name. And so my brother and I carry that everywhere we go, and I still think we do. And shout out to mom and dad, man. Yeah, yeah. Cody absolutely. and Jerry, I know y'all listening, so I love y'all. <laughs> and big fans no, of the Rush Hour. But you're a really cultured young man. You're very good at communicating and communications. What did you study? Yeah, I was a culture, cultural anthropology major in college at the UC Santa Barbara. Wow, so. anthropology, I'm fascinated. What's the difference <laughs> Um, you, sorry, on, just, on, just for the audience, not yeah. for us two. Can no. you explain well, what that actually means? Mainly for me. Yeah, anthropology so, is a study of people, isn't for it? For sure. So study of people yeah. and then the cultural part is yeah. the study of cultures. And so oh, we did a lot of right. historical references to different cultures, past cultures, and how they kind of align with what's going on now. And so it was just basically the study of people. I love people. I love meeting people. I love being around people. And so kind of fit perfectly for So you've never actually, sorry, Dice. No, I was just going to say, we've got the bachelors coming up, but you are the perfect catch. Oh my Have you God. got any bad qualities? I, no, I mean, do you, my, I don't think, I hope my wife doesn't think so. <laughs> no. she's, she's, I, I tell her she's lucky all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm the lucky one I'll for tell sure. her too. I'm the lucky one for sure. Like I'm my partner says to me, sure. pinch yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, what I want to say about your wife, she's an, is an American. Mm-hmm. Okay, so any chance that, um, what does she do? She's an attorney. Yeah, she's oh, an attorney. Just an attorney. So another, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are the chances of you getting to stay here in Australia for a long time? I'm I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that I can that we can stay here for a while and potentially raise kids here. I think that would be an amazing thing. Obviously, she's the boss, and so whatever she decides, I'm kind of going to roll with. But uh, I'm still going to continue to push because Melbourne. We've enjoyed our time here. It's a phenomenal city, phenomenal people, and I mm. uh, just can't get enough of of the great city of Melbourne. Mm. Are you engaged yet? No, we're married. Oh, you're already married. married. Yeah. Oh. Days is getting married. Over the off-season? Yeah, we did over the off-season. So we yeah. did a, a quick engagement. We did Maui for three or four days, oh. proposed there, and then three weeks later had a wow. really small, uh, almost an elopement, I guess you could call it. We we had a little hotel room. My dad did the service, the, the oh, ceremony. Yeah. Her parents flew in and my friends were in. So it was like 15 people. And did your mum act as bouncer? It was a uh, <laughs> you know, Bouncer means as in security. security. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> she, was, she was engaged. She was crying. Everybody was crying. It was, a, it was an amazing time. So. Any advice? Uh, do it. It was the best decision that I've made in my life. It's a lot of fun. Obviously, you find somebody that you want to spend the rest mm. of your life with, and so just do it. I love this. Yeah, yeah do it. Absolutely. Well, I could talk to you about your romance yeah. and you want, the rest of my life. Do you want to come to my wedding? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wants he needs, seat, but you can. He needs Riz at his wedding. Yeah, there is. <laughs> and you've got plenty. Now, I want to do a basketball, um, back to basketball, so you could talk to Big Source forever about everything else but basketball. Yes. But you are going really, really um, well, mm. <laughs> that's no, no, why no. we're going back to basketball. No, no, what I was going to say was that <laughs> but, but despite the fact that you've missed the first five games of the year, you're still looking at you could be an MVP candidate, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, you've seen him play. Uh, no, I mean, it's a, it's a, <laughs> yeah, he's a, it's a testament to the, to my teammates, man. Like, I, I, 
There's no way that you can be a successful basketball player. It's not an individual sport. It's a team sport. And so all of my success goes to my team. And I just love the fact that we're able to be in positions that I can do it. Obviously, I would love to win the MVP. I'm not going to pretend that it wouldn't be a mm. really, real cool thing to win the Andrew Gaze trophy at the end of the year. But uh, overall, if, if we can continue to get go higher and higher mm. and, and reach our goals, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. You'd so. love the way this man plays. Don't mm. be fooled by the oh, soft yeah. persona. I'm, I'm not as nice. White line <laughs> fever, <laughs> a full mental case. Should I have a pass too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see, see you in action, Big Sauce, nope. because you're so humble, you're intelligent. You've got a podcast. What's a, Give that yeah. a shout Getting out. Getting Saucy Podcast. We, uh, yeah. It's on all of the, your, your favorite podcast sites. Let's check it out. We have guests every week. And uh, no, nah, we're, we're just doing a lot. I'm having fun. Like I said, I love Melbourne. Melbourne has provided the mm. Opportunity for me to do so many different things, and mm. I'm super grateful for the people out here. Well, you are officially ours. We wish you all yes. the very best. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much. Come in anytime, literally. Right. Whenever yes, you guys. want, you come yeah. in. And Even we'll if we're not here, just yeah. come in. <laughs> <laughs> we run it out. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for your time, and go Phoenix. Make yeah. sure you come yeah, out. Yes. Alan go Big go Sauce deep. Williams on the rush hour. By the way, four games are left at John Kane Arena for the Phoenix fans. You can get your special three game membership for just 70 bucks for 70, adults three games. and 25 bucks for kids. Just head to SEM Phoenix. Phoenix.com.au and check it out. The skies are bluer. The sun is shining. The weather's warmer. There's a pool on there. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. What a massive start to the show. That's been Dr. Sonia Hood and Alan Big Sauce Williams. Daisy's top five Rush Hour moment for the year. Not too far away, then Bridge. After five, all three of The Bachelors are coming in studio. Well, I've got to say... The bachelors will want to be good after uh, meeting the big oh, source because oh, yeah. he is one of the nicest people I've ever met. What a yeah. lovely man. He is a lovely man. A gentleman. Presents well. Oh, talks well. Handsome, smart. Talented. Mm. Yes. Just all an things, all round nice guy. Just not, like, not unlike yourself, you two. Oh, I appreciate thanks. that. Thank you. I, I feel like you're going to go down a different path. Thanks, um, I do need to be slightly serious for a moment. I know we've had a lot of fun to start the show, but I need to put an official apology out on behalf of myself after I genuinely bug it up. What do you do? I put the wrong date in my diary. Uh-oh. Uh, so I got asked to be a part of Flicker of Hope's Golf Day. Mm-hmm. So this uh, it's a small um, organization doing great things. So it's I'll have to read this because I don't want to get it wrong. Neurofibromatosis is mm. a genetic disorder that causes tumors, blindness, disfigurement, cancer, epilepsy, and learning difficulties, including autism. One in two and a half thousand people are affected. Jeez. There is no cure. Yeah. So okay. a great cause doing great things. They had a golf day. Mm-hmm. And I said, yep, would love to be a part of it. Let me know when and where. Perfect. Punched it in the diary. Got there this morning to Kingston Heath. Did uh, breakfast with Tash this morning for her birthday. Got to Kingston Heath in all my golf gear, 7.15. Looked around the car park. It looked a little bit light on. Wandered oh, inside no. to the pro shop. I said, hey, mate, I'm here for the golf day. He said it was on Tuesday. Oh, days. So, oh, I feel for you. you oh, I know how you always, always do. Very this. You generous. Give, you give yeah. so much time. And I, I do honestly pride myself on trying yeah, to give back do. and you being do. present and, and supporting these great causes and foundations. So to the people of Flicker of Hope, I'm tremendously sorry. Mm-hmm. If you are in a position or you can go on and, and have a look at what they yeah. do, find a way to get in touch, donate a couple of dollars. I know it's tight going into uh, Christmas, but in any way you can mm. support them, um, please do. And from the bottom of my heart, I am tremendously yeah. sorry I, for missing it. I'm going to back you in because I think even in the last three weeks since I've been uh, working with you, I know you've 
already attended a couple of charity things. You always turn up and you never let anyone down. So that, that was a complete, hey, we all make mistakes. Mm. You make more than others, but uh, I we do. all make mistakes. <laughs> but we're all trying to get better. So to the flicker of hope, people, I apologise. I will be yeah. there next year. So will I if you so. want me because ah. I play golf. 41's my handicap. There you go. Yeah. Gee, that should help. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, just, you know, one of those things, Days. I'm sure they'll understand. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Do you notice how I'm standing up a lot straighter today and sitting up straighter? Why is that? Because I looked at a video. I I keep forgetting there's cameras in here. Mm. You know, in my day in radio, there were no cameras. You could come in in your pyjamas. There was no cameras in general. No. (laughs) And I looked at an old, I looked at a. (laughs) Just oil paintings. (laughs) And you certainly ain't one of them. Oh, Daisy. No, well, this is to the point, you know, back in the day. Anyway, my point (laughs) is this. I forget there are cameras, so I haven't been, you know, dolling myself up. You know who you can blame for the videos? Who? Beersy. And I'm going to blame someone because, um, anyway, that's why I'm standing up straight because I looked at something. And I looked so awful, so I put my neck out. It's the video of you it. laughing hysterically at Daisy. Yes, and I, what, I, what I've learned is I'm an ugly laugher. Right. So I'm not well, going to laugh anymore. Well, that's a great moment on the over. Rush Hour Summer Edition, Daisy. Yeah, it certainly is. Great segue too, Rab. So we've Thank been you. counting down the top five of the entire year, Bridge. Yes, Daisy. And it is the second last show. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, which means we are to number two. This is number two of the five best rush hour moments for 19. So we had ridiculous Ackermans and then a Todd yesterday. Yes, which was absolutely funny. brilliant. And we yeah. put it out to the family on the rush yeah. hour They've Instagram. They've been voting. Mm-hmm. And they have been voting. And this is what has come in now as number, number two. two. Their record in the Caulfield Cup and the Cox Plate over the last decade or so is it's impeccable, you yes. know, Murder Glass, Liz Grasseur, Admire Rakti. So, uh, you know, can they do it again? They're great trainers of of middle-distance staying horses. So, yeah, he's got to be given a huge chance tomorrow. Em, I'm just going to stop this interview for what? a second. Fat, if you fart again <laughs> in this airlock, <laughs> disgusting. you're doing the whole show on your own. It just slipped out, sorry. Em. A, a gold oh. trip, of course. We all love gold trip. Have a look at these two. No, that's We all love gold trip, but might run. Do you run... still have the masks lying around from COVID? <laughs> oh, no. Maybe you can em. just go and get some of those. Feel sorry for us. It's disgusting. I, I do. The, I, I do. <laughs> I had the curried sausages for uh, lunch. Oh, my Could God. Could you imagine a fart going off in here? Well, we, live, we work in a small environment when, with not much oxygen, mm. be fair to say. A lot of uh, uh, hot, hot air. air. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Maddie's booth over there in the corner? Yeah. So Bill rudimentally just goes in there and just farts mm. and then closes the door and walks <laughs> out. That's actually hot a, boxes him. That's abuse. That's <laughs> that abuse is. and I don't like it. We need to Yuck. take it up with uh, so that's number cultures two. and people. It's number two. The, Gee, it's, it, and the visual is, is yeah. quite something because you could, it started in your seat. So I don't, I don't think it's been washed either. And then it sort of <laughs> drifted across the studio, <laughs> hit oh. me and then hit JB. And ooh. So can people still vote on number one or is it too late? Still vote. Still mm. vote on Triple our M Instagram. Rush Hour. Yep. Yeah. Triple M Rush Hour Instagram. We're tallying the votes. Mm. Okay. Oh, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? We'll find out tomorrow. Okay. Number one tomorrow. Mm. The last show. I'm going to miss working with you. I'm going to miss. In fact, I'm, there'll be a teary farewell tomorrow. <laughs> This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. What about some uh, headlines? Yeah, do you know what I want to – I just want to say uh, tonight, Thursday the 30th of November, the last day of November, <laughs> is Peter Hitchner's last night reading Channel 9 News uh, in a weekday oh. situation. He's moving to weekend, so he won't be lost to us. But um, I've got to say I love Peter Hitchner. I've loved him from the day I met him. He is truly probably the nicest person that's ever worked in the media. 
Um, and he's done a fantastic job. Remember when he had that big bird behind him? Yeah, hilarious. The big seagull. A big seagull <laughs> behind him. He's just a he's just a very funny man, a beautiful man. And um, I, for one, am going to really miss seeing his face because mm. I watch him every night. Mm. I love him. So, I've got a bit of audio. Some of our favourite audio of Hitch. Aww. The shark, a bronze whaler, eventually let go. And as as for the fishermen, they were chomping at the bit. <laughs> just get out of there. You're right, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Tony Jones <laughs> now with sport. Hello, hey, Tony. How what are chomps you? could you put in there? Oh, <laughs> just a couple. <laughs> He's given Tony the chompers. I tell you what, Tony and Livo will really miss him because they're very close. Mm. They're a close knit team. So, Peter Hitchner, all the very best to you. Absolutely. What an absolute star he is. A uh, bit of sporty stuff for you, Bridge. The Hawks have finalised their 2024 coaching structure, oh, which isn't anything overly interesting except. In a development coaching role, Aaron Sipos, who played in the NFL as a punter, oh, yes. has now come back to be as a development coach. Oh, good. Does yes. he know how to play? Oh, because he was he an used to, Sorry, he was at the Saints for anyone who didn't know that, and then he well, went I to America. Well, I married for the Saints. Of course I knew that. Yes. <laughs> what number did good he wear? Beaconsfield boy, Aaron Sipos. He wore a lovely number. He did. Mm. Uh, he played in a Super Bowl, so he'll bring a bit to the Hawks. He was number one uh, when I remember him. That is correct. Uh, some cricket news. Little Marcus Harris, our mm-hmm. mate. Our man. He is missed out on a BBL spot. Club's not overly sure about his availability due to the summer of cricket and test commitments. Oh, so well, a little bit makes it a bit hard, doesn't makes it? Makes it orkies if he doesn't get a test spot. Mm. I know, but it, it makes it orkies to put him in that position. Mm, it does. I think that's unfair. Oh, well, uh, that's the problem he has to face. And in golf news, a frustrating first round for Cam Smith, another one at <gasps> the Australian Open. Did he punch his bag? Uh, he hasn't, but I'm sure maybe if it keeps going this way, he may have what to. What about our boy Leash? Uh, he's going okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Good stuff. No right. questions without notice. Hey, yeah. after this. I was, now, say, coming I was up really in-depth answer there, Dace. <laughs> I'm going to do a uh, uh, coming up next, Dace. Oh, We're going to yeah. sort out what you had to do last night because, let's mm. be honest, it wasn't pleasant. No. Triple M's rush hour has had a makeover for summer. Well, I'm just trying to trim up. Oh, I'm sore. I've been boxing, but, geez, I look good. <laughs> this is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duquo. Bridge, I feel a bit violated. Mm. I think I did. No, not as of yet. But uh, last night, I agreed to do something with Natasha. Mm-hmm. It was her idea. She's said, look, uh, I want to go and try this. Will you come along? Yeah. And I said, what is it? And she said, a colonic. A colonic irrigation. Yeah. Which I didn't do enough research into as I probably should have. Yep. So we went along last night, uh, 6.30, straight from here to there. And you said to me, be very, very careful. It is disgusting. Can I tell the way it went? You said to me, tonight my beautiful child bride, Natasha, wants me to go and have a colonic irrigation. (laughs) Mm. Have you had one? And Mm. I said to you, yes, I have. And believe it or not, I did it as a radio stunt. (laughs) (laughs) I did back in years ago. Live? Well, no, we recorded it. God knows why. I can't remember what we were doing at the time, but that's what we did. And I said to you, Days, is this not correct? And Rabsy would have heard it. Mm. I said, it is absolutely horrific. Don't do it. Yeah. I did not like it one minute. But, oh, no, oh. you didn't listen, did you? I, I didn't listen and I should have listened because it's fairly invasive and you Very. get explained what – I don't need to go into the details because you don't want to make anyone – Well, I think, I think the, the first – they came known to us through Princess Diana used to have a lot of them. She was well known for having them. And, and what they do basically without being revolting is they clean out your large intestine. They get to – they get to bits of your body which you can't get to otherwise, okay. yeah. and they clean it all out. So yeah. they flush you know. the walls of your insides, effectively. <laughs> yes, that's right. And it is rank. Uh, anyway, 
That's not the point of this. The Which point bit is, didn't you like? No, okay. All of it. Okay. The, the bit where the lady came in and said, are you all right? And I was like, oh, lady, I've got something on my bum and you're about a foot away from me. I don't it's think I'm all right. It's very unpleasant. Um, it's a very unpleasant sensation, mm-hmm. to be fair. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just a slam them. If you're that way inclined, do your research, go and have a look. But it got me thinking, what are some things that your partner has made you do that you've just regretted? Because history's full of them. Mm. Yeah. You, yeah, this is a great idea. You go along and you hate it. Yeah. So did, one did, triple three did five Tash three. Hate it? She enjoyed it more than me. She might be going back, <laughs> which I think might mean she's got more crap inside her than I do. But I doubt that very much. One triple three five three. What's the worst thing yeah. your partners made you do? Yeah, partners have made everyone do bad things over mm. time. I made my partner have a, a smoke machine at our wedding, which almost ended the, <laughs> the marriage before it started. The wedding. <laughs> wedding. <laughs> the real she raver. walked down the aisle like a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> what have we got to give away, A Robert? double pass to see Slash featuring Miles, Kennedy and the conspirators oh. because they're returning to Australia with special guest The Struts, who we love here, and Rose Tattoo playing John Kane Arena Tuesday, Feb 27. Go to destroyalllines.com for tickets. One triple three five three. What's the worst thing your partner's made you do? This is the Rush Hour Summer. Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. One, two, three, five, three. We are asking you, what is the thing that your partner made you do? Give us a call. You can win a double pass to see Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the conspirators because, Daisy, you had to get a colonic last night. Yeah, I agreed to that, and I wish I hadn't, but I did. So here we are, and I love the fact that when we put it to the family group, 11 callers rang through, and there's only one fit to go to um, (laughs) In true Triple M fashion. To be fair to say, most people uh, said most inappropriate things. Uh, And to be fair, Jasper. Was answering the call, so yeah, yeah. yeah. to be fair, yeah, to um, be fair. But Dace, you, your beautiful Tash said to you, "I want you to have a colonic irrigation." Well, no, it's just, would you like to come along? And she I wanted thought, you at your best for the wedding. Oh yeah, uh, just whatever. I think yes. she wanted me to pay to be completely honest, so yes. I went along <laughs> as well. Uh, and it wasn't great, so we've put it out there. Mm, but although you did say you feel good today, I f- yeah, I do. You Let's feel bloated. fresh. Hmm. Let's anyway, we'll wait and see. Yes. Uh, oh. Julie's there in Bendigo. Hello, yeah, Julie. Guys, how are you? How are you? Good. <laughs> um, is yours fit for radio, what you're going to say? Because we've heard some in the break and they were a bit loose. This version is yes. Okay. Okay, well, good. good. Lay girl. it on thick. Yes. So my husband made me go to the Hawthorne Best and Fairest back in 2010. Mm. Uh, we owned a hotel at the time and were friends with Rick Gladson, so did the right thing. Mm. Little did I know that that was going to be the eve of the Collingwood St Kilda replay grand final. Ooh. So I was, as a Collingwood supporter, was told I was to be on my best behaviour and was not to refer to the Collingwood or sing the song because it was a Hawthorne (laughs) event. So there was a couple of us of his mates that were Collingwood and at the end of the night sang the song as we were exiting Crown and got frowned upon because I had my little (laughs) Collingwood supporter badge on. (laughs) I love this. So this was the one after the draw. Mm, Yeah. And obviously Hawthorne having their BNF. Late yes. in the season. Oh my gosh, you poor thing. Because it would have been all over and done with by then, usually, wouldn't it? Yeah, and we were in Melbourne staying at, I think, the promenade and watching the replay grand final on the mm. television because mm. couldn't get to the game and get back and get ready in time. So, yeah, there was a few of the lads and family were running up and down different floors watching bits and pieces of the replay grand final. How's your partner now? Camper. Are you still together? Yeah, 31 years married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't sound too excited, Julie. <laughs> Jules, were you, a big number th- were you a big number 13 fan? I did enjoy watching Daisy uh, play number 13. Oh, Daisy. Yes, he wanted that. I did. Hey, uh, you know the beauty of this, Jules? <laughs> Thomas! 
not that me being unbelievable, but the fact that you're the only one that we got fit to air, <laughs> you win an awesome prize. Yeah, yes. double pass to see Slash from Guns N' Roses featuring Miles Kennedy oh. and the Conspirators. How good is that? Well done. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, well, there you go. Something um, good's come out from good going on your Good on you, Julie. Enjoy that. Tuesday, Feb 27, John Kane Arena, by the way. Can I do? Can I tell you something that a friend made me do? It's mm. not the same as a partner. Well, but a friend's fine. A friend made me um, audition for Family Feud. <laughs> um, and pretend to be her sister. How, like so, the Grant Denyer version? Yeah, no, no, it was before Grant Denyer. Who was the one before Grant Denyer? Burjo's catchphrase Burjo man? Burjo man. Burjo <laughs> man. So well, we had to go to a church, four of us, and pretend to be. Baby John Burgess. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Little yeah. baby John. Mm. And we had to pretend to be sisters and cousins and everything. We had, and we, had, we all went out in dress-ups mm. and literally went to the family feud auditions and had to pretend we were a family and answer questions. The worst part about it was we didn't get picked to go oh. on the show. <laughs> How bad is that? We didn't even get past the audition. Did you like the show? Because I don't mind that show. Mm. I feel I'd be quite good at it. I love it, but how humiliating that we couldn't pull it off. Wow. Mum and Dad have been on that, and Mum's been on The Prices, right, and Deal or No Deal, and I've been on The Chase, so my family no hasn't met a game show we haven't liked. Are, you, are you smart? No. Nah. My dad was on Crime Stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> and Australia's Most Wanted. It's yeah, a double. So we're telling it too, Rabbit. Yeah. Well, Brad, did you win anything on Chaser? No. Oh. No. Did your mum win anything? No. Dad? No. Aunt's Actually, mum and dad did win, I think. Oh, I don't know. They don't talk about it. Story for another day. Yeah. Maybe for off air. We're still on air at the moment, if you oh, haven't realised. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition. With Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. We've got The Bachelors coming up, and we're looking forward to talking to the three boys. Yes, we are. I'm looking We've forward got to speaking to them. Ben, Luke, and Wesley. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Why do you keep saying no, no, Wesley? It just, it, just seems, uh, it just seems right. But you were talking about G'day, the boys. first ever dating show. Yeah, well, I was working at Channel 10 in the newsroom um, out at Nun and Wadding when the very first dating show came on. Which circa? Was circa 80s. Right. Um, when were you born? 87. Okay, so you would have been oh, seven. You wouldn't it. have been watching it. No. So it was called Perfect Match, and it was the most fantastic dating show. Greg Evans was the original host. Ooh. He used to get up to all sorts of shenanigans in his dressing yes. room out there at oh. Nunawading. <laughs> and, of course, remember, they'd have one man and three girls. So did they try and bring this back recently? Yeah, they did bring it back a second time. Yeah. But the original one was one man, three girls. They couldn't see each other. And they'd ask questions. And then he'd choose his perfect match. Then they'd do the reveal. Ooh. And then the other way around, woman too. Is that the one with the little robot thing? Yeah, Dexter. You can never tell what you'll get when playing with the ingredients of romance because your perfect match with a compatibility score of 74% is Melanie Hayward. Melanie was the perfect match. Yeah. <laughs> and you just said this was a good show. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, listening to that now For makes the me 80s, think, that are was... you serious? <laughs> but, I mean, these perfect match shows and dating, I mean, you know, back in the eighties, there were barely dating apps. I don't mm. think so. It's come a long way. What is there now? There's well, Temptation Island. I remember that one. What happened there? Did you tempt someone to yeah, come? Yeah, it was. You went away with your partner, but it was all sort of a bit loose on to uh, what would happen, and I if you see. stayed there at the end. Yes. Um, Love Island at the moment. Yeah. Which is there's not only an Australian one. There's the English version as well. Yeah. F Boy Island. Mm-hmm. What happens on F Boy Island? Not quite sure. Mm, no, I don't no. want to know. There's Naked Attraction. I talked about that a few weeks ago, where yeah. they have um. They're naked people. You yeah. pick the person by their bits. <laughs> no, that's how, you choose. that's how you choose. Is that the bio when you click on it? Uh, next it up is naked person. What's it called? Naked. Naked attraction. Na- nation. Naked attraction. <laughs> oh, no. Now, our, our Zoe, who works with us in mm. the family here Zoe. at the rush hour, Zoe went on the second perfect match. Oh. As a, um, as as a, one of the, um, as a trio. As one of the three. Mm. Come on in, Zoe. <laughs> 
It's all right. She's playing hard to get. She yeah. is. Yeah. Not but her. anyway, she did do that and she didn't get picked. No. But it's not because she's not beautiful. No, she's awesome. Uh, she's the beautiful. three bachelors just made of... it pretty awkward. <laughs> we got a party going on and it's free for all. One of the bachelors was a supermodel. Yeah. Coming up. One of the bachelors is a model. One of the bachelors is a lumberjack and he's okay. Yes. He sounds like he's a bit of bad. Uh, Rosie's just told us, by the way, the voice of Dexter from Perfect Match was Bruce Mansfield. As in... Hi, Bruce, I feel. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Put through, put through a, uh, a machine, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, he was indeed. Mm. Is Bruce still with us? Not quite. Yeah, no, that's another little... question without notice. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but that'll be good. So we've got The Bachelors coming up yeah, next. I'm, I'm excited to meet The Bachelors. I've done a lot of research. I'm going to really put them under the grill. What are their names again? Uh, it's uh, Ben, Luke and Wesley. Wesley. They're in the studio next. It's the Rush Hour. Sun's out, bin's out. What are you doing, Fat? I'll have a spell. <laughs> have a spell, Fat. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Rich Duclos. The Bachelors Australia premieres Sunday the 3rd of December at 7.30pm on 10 and 10 Play. And we are lucky enough to have all three Bachelors in studio, Wes, Ben and Luke. The season for romance is upon us. Dashing suitors are on a quest to find their one true love. Our dearest bachelors are about to discover all is fair in love. We are all here trying to meet the one. And war. <gasps> Did he just steal her? The search for true love begins. It certainly does. What about that? The big intro. Welcome, boys. We've got Luke. Uh, In the middle, we've got Ben and Wes, which is nice because that's the order we've got you on our photos too. So, Mum over there, you'll be perfect. And just a little bit of a warning, and we have to say this because of legal. Yeah. She's sweating up a little bit in the parade ring, his old bridge. She's a bit excited. So, It'll be be fair to to say I've worn the first dress I've worn since taking over this show, usually in my old trackies. So, I am excited, and I've done my research. And on behalf of Triple M, I would like to say... G'day, boys. <laughs> okay. Now, very excited to have you, Wes, the Brazilian bachelor, Ben, Australia's Prince Charming, and Luke, the lumberjack. And I would just like to say bad news at the start of the interview. I am now taken, so I'm not available. Oh, no. And so am I. Feel Thank free. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting married. Okay, so we're three bachelors. We've got 24 lovely ladies. Cool. Uh, tell us how it works. We'll start with you, Wes. Yes. Um, I guess something that was really cool this season was that no one owned anybody. There wasn't like a signed group of girls to, to each batchy. If anything, we actually had to fight for them. So Okay. Well, I'm tipping the best fighter would be Luke the Lumberjack because you're from country <laughs> Queensland. Former you know NRL fight. player. And too. former NRL player. Did you have a good battle with anyone, Luke? Um, yeah, I think we had a, yeah, a few battles between the three of us boys. So, a couple of scraps. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> was yeah. there one oh, girl that you all wanted? Oh... Uh, no, uh, <laughs> you'll have to watch the find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ben, you've lived in New York as an international model, if you don't mind. Mm, oh um, so mm. you'd be used to a bit of high life, surely. Uh, I've dabbled sometimes. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, I want yeah. to ask some personal questions just to get to know. You know, it's important we get to know you better. Sure. And I would like to say to you first, Wes, our Brazilian bachelor, the mm. thing I mainly know about 
Brazil is the Brazilian. Awesome. Um, what else does Brazilian <laughs> love bring to the room? <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, Brazilians can bring so much to the love. I think we have a warmth about mm. us, about our culture. Um, that, yeah, I actually got in a bit of trouble in my early years in Australia because back home, when you say hi to someone, and if it's a male to a female, mm. you do two kisses on the, each cheek. Yeah. And I had to find out later on that in Australia, you don't. You just give a handshake. Uh. We never do handshakes between. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, did you fix right. that up for the show? You didn't start just kissing anyone randomly twice <laughs> on the show? Yeah, so don't read into that uh, yeah. official handshake. Well, he, he kissed yeah. me four times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he six back. Which... <laughs> Thank you. Now, Benuel, the model who's mm. done the New York business, um, strutting up the catwalk, what do you bring to the table? What's your best asset? Oh, gee, I would like to think that I was at least a bit genuine and a bit raw when I came into it. Um, wasn't so much... The, the modeling side of it, it was more just I've been focused on a lot of work for a long time. So um, I was definitely missing someone special in my life and mm. a real relationship. So um, I kind of came in, yeah, and gave it everything. Well, you're very eco-friendly. Do you bring mm-hmm. in a nice toilet paper that's made to be sustainable? <laughs> Who uses toilet paper? The <laughs> <laughs> <Your> shower. <laughs> no, but how important is that to you, the environmental? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's uh, well, yeah, it's my main main focus at the moment. So I'm building some sustainable housing. Got a development company over there in the UK and I've got um, a bunch of food and beverage companies oh, which right. are sustainable what in the US. Catch. Yeah. Yeah. What a catch. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Lukey, uh, yeah, beat that. nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're, all up and... <laughs> you're from country Queensland though, so you bring the real raw Aussie. <laughs> what does a country Queensland boy bring to the table? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I suppose, yeah, just a yeah, honest, hard working person, yeah, good values and yeah, I think just what you'd expect from a country bloke, yeah. Mm. Have you seen yourself kiss on television? No. Because I'm getting married uh, in February. <laughs> and he's got, trying to learn how to kiss. the kiss. Mm. I thought I was, I thought it was like sexy like the movies. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> slow motion. Yeah. yeah. Do, do hey, they maybe, brief you on that? Yeah, like, maybe. hang on a minute, pause, cut, and breath, sh- off yeah. you go. I normally ask to do it a couple of times just to make sure we get the, get the right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rehearse. Well, I didn't want to, but yeah. the Let's pretend that mm. um, I, as one of the, I know it's hard to pretend, as one mm. of the ladies, mm. likes you all and give, chooses all three of you. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't oh. know that's how it works. <laughs> I don't know how it works. you and me. Polyamorous, yeah. We're about, we're about to start practising kissing again. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should practise the kiss. Now, me on a date with all three of you, mm. what would be your your line to get, to say you all wanted me, which, you know, hypothetical. Uh, what would be your line? What What is it that makes you better? That Not better, but, you know, more. Can I join in on this? Oh, uh, you go first. No, no, I'll go last. Uh, okay, who wants to go first? something in my head about a retirement home. I just got to figure out. Okay. <laughs> I've got a spare spot in the retirement village. What that are your gets thoughts? me. Hello, yeah. baby. Oh, Wes is, uh, I, Wes is ready. He's looking you, deep into my eyes. Yeah. Go, Wes. <laughs> If you never felt like a Brazilian warmth, you haven't lived yet, but you only will know if you feel it. So you have to let yourself go. Where's my fan? <laughs> I've got my menopause fan. Um, uh, Brazilian's working, but so is uh, the bit of New York in you and the country Queensland yeah, in you. So I'm bringing something different. You're which all I lovely, love. yeah. lovely young men. That's the main thing. But yeah. um, did we ask, or are we allowed to ask if you found love? Yeah, of course you are, for betting purposes. Yeah, uh, Daisy bets on anything. <laughs> yeah. Did you find love, all of you, one of you, two oh, of you? Yeah, all three of us found love and that was with each other. 
<laughs> no, awesome, boys. Thanks so much for coming in. All the best with your hunt for love. Although we know that you've already found it, whatever that means. Uh, good luck and thank yes. you. Yes, look forward to the series. Come Where's on. Ben down, and Luke? All three bachelors, of course, the Bachelors Australia premieres this Sunday, 7.30pm on 10 and 10 play. This is Triple M's Rush Hour. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. Now, we had the three bachelors just in bridge. Yes, we did. Mm, and you said something. Well, we pro- we had to pre-record the interview because I had about 20 interviews I had to yep. do today. So the boys came in a little bit early before the show started. And what you said during that is the most extraordinary piece of audio I've ever heard. What did I say? Well, have a listen, Bridge. Here we Good go. Fun. <clears throat> Good fun. <laughs> yeah, good on you, champ. <laughs> You just champed me. I because he did good fun. Uh, champed me. You only learn about champ on this show two Mondays ago. Well, and you now t- you're the Ricky Ponting of champion. You told me, you told me that to call someone champ is the worst thing you can do, which is why I called you champ because you said, oh, good fun. Like that's the worst thing you can say. No, champ is a lot worse. What about? This has been working well, but right now we are at the crossroads. <laughs> champ? Oh. Why? What's wrong with champ? What's wrong with, g'day, Rockstar? Off you, completely off you, and you've got the responsibility of a joke next. And if it's shit, I'm out of here. If it's remotely close to bad, we've got one day. We've got one day to go. One day to go. I'm not upset. I'm disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll leave it at that. Well, I'll speak to you after dinner. No, what Rams? What? What? Hey, champ! Come on, come on, champ! A champion footballer. Thomas has uploaded the biggest up with Radio Royalty. Your show, but I've taken over. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. I'm bloody excited about this, Bridge. Well, this was your idea, not mine. Well, it was, but you were giving Bill so much crap about his crap jokes, which Mm. is fair at times, but Mm. often a a little bit unfair. Mm. So you're (laughs) filled with the responsibility of delivering the second last Rush Hour of the year with a joke in moments, but first we need to... See what's on tomorrow's show. Oh, yes. AFLW, Kate McCarthy will be in to talk about the grand final this weekend. We'll get to the number one moment of the year as voted by the Rush Hour family. Thanks, Cock. And Will Anderson in studio to tell us a bloody good joke to wrap up what's been a massive year of the Rush Hour. Oh, that's fair. So I'm leading into Will Anderson. Correct. With my joke. Mm. All right. Can I just um, uh, set up my joke by saying I don't tell jokes. I like jokes. I don't tell them. So this will be the first joke I've told publicly. Didn't you do stand-up? Yeah. I had to do stand-up one night. <laughs> yes. You didn't tell a joke? Well, no, so it doesn't turn well. <laughs> All right, well, on the back of that. End the day with a laugh. I am a very bad joke teller. This is Breach's joke. Oh, we've got a steer. <laughs> there was an inflatable boy. And he goes to an inflatable school. While there, he finds himself having a really bad day. He's bored with the lesson, so he gets up and walks out of the inflatable classroom. But while walking down the corridor, he sees the inflatable headmaster approaching him. The inflatable boy pulls out a pin and punctures the inflatable headmaster before running out of the inflatable school gates. Just as he gets past the gates, he thinks, I hate school. And he once again pulls out his pin and he pokes it into the inflatable school. He then runs as fast as his inflatable (laughs) legs will let him all the way home to his inflatable bedroom. A couple of hours later, drama building, 
His inflatable mother is knocking at the bedroom door with her fat inflatable hand. And she's with the inflatable police. Panicking, our inflatable boy yet again pulls out the pin and jabs it into himself. Later on that evening, he wakes up in an inflatable hospital. And in the bed next to him, who is it? It's the inflatable headmaster. <laughs> Shaking his deflated head. I thought that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, continue. I'll get you the <laughs> Shaking his deflated head more in sorrow than in anger, the headmaster gravely says, you've let me down, you've let the school down, but worst of all, you've let yourself down. <laughs> Oh, I don't he's know. walked out. He's I mean, Bill's out. told it, but it's certainly plastic worthy. He's walked out. Daisy has walked out of the studio. What? Oh. He must be going to get you flowers or something, because that was terrific. I'm going to go and get a prick and put it in him. A pin, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a pin and I'm going to prick his inflatable half. Thoughts, Daisy? He's going. He's going. He's He's going. 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 He's Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet. Download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with?